cold fingers and dry tongues. Ooh, sexy time. It's a sexy time episode of, yeah, After Dark. What's up? What are you talking in that voice for? What voice? This is my new voice. It's, well, it's not. And you're, you're canceled. It's February 1st. What's up? You. I'm Jamie C. You're canceled. And I'm Lou Sessa. What's going on, Lou? I can't, I can't do the show like this. <laughs> oh, nothing. Cool. Uh, that Kobe dying. Yeah. Yep. And a I bunch been, of people dying. The drummer yeah. from um, COC, yeah. guy from Ga- uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, the guy gang- from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Ga- <the> midget? <laughs> no. Uh, gang of Four. Uh, I think he was a guitarist or something. Mm-hmm. And then, who else just died? Did I just pose? Oh, DRI. Yeah, DRI. A yeah. uh, bassist from DRI. So, yeah. kind of crazy. A lot of metal guys kind of just dropping off. Not that Gang of Four is metal. And but. Kobe Bryant was the original metal guy. Yes, he was totally metal. Lower yeah. Marion metal. Yeah. I went to the upper of the Marians. Oh, yeah. He went to the lower. If I would have oh. actually been in lower Marion, we would have been in the same grade. Ooh. What a basketball player went to your class in upper Marion? Um, well, I had Brad Schioli, who uh, oh. was our quarterback, and he ended up playing a bunch of years uh, with the Colts. Oh. oh. Yeah. But well, that's not basketball. No. So you're, I don't lower think Marion, we had any. Yeah. Better than lo- upper Marion. I don't think Mathacton had anybody, so. Yeah. I'm sure they had someone. You Donald Trump, don't I think, went to Mithacton. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway. Know who went to Mithacton? Me. A bunch of assholes. No. Oh, that's right. I forgot you had some weird snobby thing against um, the Upper Mithacton. Upper kids don't like Mithacton kids. Oh. It's true. Why is... No, it's just true. And they weren't allowed to play each other for a while. There was like... This is oh, way really? after I graduated. Oh. There was like a stabbing at like Lower Perk Park, I want to say. Oh, like 10 oof. plus years ago, they just like don't like each other. Oh. Well, to me, Mithacton kids are like wannabe rich kids that they yeah. they think they're mobsters. Uh, That's what I always... When I went to Mithacton, people still called it the farmer school. <laughs> well, you graduated in 1982. No, so. I did. 78. <laughs> I remember I a tractor. I don't really want to say too much about the Kobe thing because it's been like a... A ton of news conf- uh, coverage. Yeah, I don't or whatever. either. It was sad. It was surprising. I really like Kobe Bryant, but he had a checkered past. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say. But I, he was in my top like probably three basketball mm-hmm. players of all times. But not the greatest role model in yeah. his youth. But he seemed to turn a shit around. Yeah. But. I'll say this: I knew that at, at some point someone was gonna make a comment. Every yeah, and and, and deniably so. It was. It's kind of justified, uh-huh. but not. It's not as so, cool. At the so time. what I would say is, so Ari Shafir mm-hmm. comic. Made that comment, and they burned his yeah. career to the ground faster than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, a lot of there was uh, I think the girl uh, Rachel Evan Woods said, you know, he was a great basketball player, but you can't deny he was a rapist. Yeah, and people were like, "Honey, not the time and the place." And I'm yeah. like, I get it, mm-hmm. but I get it too. You know, like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just a shame on all sides. Yes, and that's enough about that. Yes, as Forrest Gump would say, that's the end of that. <laughs> So um, I went to a show last Saturday. Oh, did you? Uh, at the Polish Club in mm-hmm. Phoenixville, yeah. they were having a, a benefit show for Old Man Dan, which I've never met. He was there, though. Um, but a bunch of hardcore bands played. I saw uh, Struck Nerve, which I've reviewed before. Right. And No Option. I don't know if I ever reviewed them, but they were fantastic. The lead singer of No Option, they're out of Delaware, uh, Wilmington, Delaware. He broke his ankle. So he was mm. in one of those like moving cast thingies they were almost like wheelchairs for your leg you ever seen the like little scooters there's a person who i i worked with 
that had to work a, with who's has yeah. Now imagine like a hardcore front man like yeah, like rolling around That's the stage crazy, with them. Yeah. It was really cool, and they mm-hmm. he did a really good job. But it, it was a fun, mm-hmm. it was a good time. They, a bunch of bands played, and it was quick. But yeah, Struck Nerve was mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, no Option was awesome. I forget who played after we watched a good part of their set. Then we ended up leaving. Um, I forget who ended up headlining. It was a good time. You know who I saw? Who? No one, because Surfboard canceled that show. Yeah, yeah. We would have saw Surfboard and... Uh, the Paranoids. Yeah. I think the Paranoids might have still played. Oh, all right. But all right. I, don't, I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Such is life. Yeah. There's a bunch of tours going on. Did mm-hmm. you any interest in Roger Walters? I kind of was, but not. It was like just too much going on. I I wanted to see like what he was doing if he was doing like all. I of, I don't know much about what what he's doing. Like if he was doing new stuff or it was like going to be his solo. Yeah, I'm not. It's you know. all off Final Cut. <laughs> what could be worse? It could be like off. Uh, he's just playing Radio Chaos and mm-hmm. Fool. Or I also heard that. Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. Tesla, and Lita Ford are playing the man. I think I heard that. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, sometime this summer. Huster was telling me about it yeah. at the show we were at. Because we were talking about Motley Crue and Poison. And yeah. I still haven't bought tickets yet to that. Mm-hmm. I went and looked at tickets on StubHub. They're still like super expensive. Like 200 bucks for yeah. shit tickets. And I was mm-hmm. like, eh, we'll come down closer to the, sh- yeah. the, the concert. Mm, the concerto. I also booked a trip to Cincinnati. Ooh. Good old Cincinnati in April. Yeah. I'm going to see the Phillies play at the Red Stadium. Oh, that's exciting. And we're going to go to the aquarium and maybe the zoo where Harambe uh, was at. Oh, yeah. But it's uh, me, Victor, my sister, and her youngest. Oh, that'd be exciting. Yeah, it's like, we're going on a, it's right before Easter. We're leaving Wednesday and coming back. Good Friday. Ah. So real quick, I think it'd be cool, though, to see the Phillies and... Good. And also listen to WKRP every day. Yeah, exactly. Plus Nussman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's about okay. it. That's pretty cool. Any big news from you? Well, you know. I don't know. Nothing. I don't normally like to talk about my personal life. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to fucking start now. Let's talk about <laughs> music, Jamie. All right. Rootin' Tootin'. Tootin'. Sunstroke. This was out 2000. Yep. Yeah, I almost said 2018. It came out November of 2019. Uh, and Sunstroke are out of Philadelphia. And uh, they came out with Bloom at Night, which is their second release. It's an EP. Uh, their first release was called Second Floor Slash 7, I believe. Um, and that was out 2018. And I guess the record was out on New Morality Zine, which I've never heard mm-hmm. of before. So Sunstroke, they're Philadelphia, punk rock, hardcore, kind of like melodic hardcore, I would say. Bloom at Night is the first song off the EP. Yes. Very melodic hardcore. They almost have this like trance-like drums and gravelly vo- uh, vocals. This whole EP remind me of what I of one of the bands I reviewed last week, Rule Them All, a little bit. Yeah. Fall Risk was fantastic. One of my favorite songs. It was about suicide prevention. Yeah. I guess he had someone in his family or friends or mm-hmm. whatever had something with suicide. Yeah. Aloof. I like... <laughs> One of the first lyrics in the song is, fuck this, I'm staying in, because oh. he's aloof. aloof. And it's more or less distinct. The lyrics are about like distancing yourself from like toxic situations and stuff. Um, and then Comodos is the second to last song. And Under the Influence, which is a Dag Nasty cover, which if you know who Dag Nasty is, it's Dave Smalley from uh, Don't Sleep, which yeah. I covered. Yes. And that was at a, a Don't Sleep, and like Dag Nasty is what Sunstroke kind of uh, remind me of mm-hmm. uh, that and and rule them all. And I, I really liked it. I, the whole album has like a ton of mental health issues running through yeah, it. Yeah, clearly. 
I really like it. It's not bad. Uh, not bad. The more I listened to it as a second listen on a speaker, it really grew on me more. Mm -hmm. The sound was much more uh, fuller, and then I paid attention more to the vocals and um, and the lyrics. It was really good. So if you're a fan of like melodic hardcore or progressive hardcore, I'd almost say, you'd really like Sunstroke, and I always like to give shout-outs to Philly bands. So yeah. check out Sunstroke. Good stuff. And I would say I liked it well enough. It was It was a victim of other... Yes. Things that will be talked about later in this podcast. Yes. So that was, unfortunately, it was a victim of timing. But yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good release. Sunstroke, Blue at Night. And for me? For Lou. This is a split, Chastity Belt, and Loose Tooth. This came out uh, January 31st. And it is a yet another, I guess, split that is... Uh, they did this split... Proceeds, half of proceeds are going to go to fight oh, the fires in Australia okay, I didn't because know them koala bears are still burning up. Yes, they are. More specifically... Actually, I think it's gotten a lot better, but yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, then they're not getting my fucking money. <laughs> so more specifically, this goes to the fire relief funds for First Nations communities and county fire acts. So cool. to help uh, native peoples in Australia. Awesome. You know, where like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, they were still shooting them. Yeah, I know. Doing horrible things. Chastity belt. Hardly Art, Walla Walla, Washington, featured many times. Not my favorite band, but a band I like a lot, and a band that actually speaks to me a lot personally. And their song is The Process. Yes. Process opens up with this kind of fuzzed out noise riff that quickly ascends into a new wave song. Yes. Like this weird chord progression. I really like this that little guitar riff that just goes throughout the whole song. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really good. It's actually reminiscent of, I feel like, the earlier stuff. Okay, yeah. So... It's a lot slower. Than very, I, yeah, it was yeah. slower. They took their time with it. It's about sort of trying not to get in your head, being your own worst critic and letting that snowball. Mm-hmm. There's a line, um, telling lies to your therapist is fine. <laughs> and that's really what it's about. It's about mental health and sort of trying to keep that PMA. Yeah. Because you can be your own worst enemy. That's super true. Second side, side B, Loose Tooth out of Melbourne, Australia. I really like their song. I do too. This is a three-piece. The song is Lonely. I didn't get a chance to listen to any of their other stuff to see what it's yeah, like. Yeah, I never did either. But I will when I get done this. So again, she, her vocals remind me of Blondie a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of like a melancholy guitar pop song. Yeah. Like something that you would see, I always say, like that era when it was still college rock. Yeah, I know exactly the, what you're talking you know, about. the grunge We're old enough hit. to, yeah. before Alternative was Alternative. Okay, kids. <laughs> when U2 was a college rock band and yeah. R.E.M. was a college rock band. Oh. Not and you go back farther when when you two was a punk band for a and second. the punk rock violence of the B-52s <laughs> was banned in the Soviet Union. Ugh. Segway. Someone I believe Jamie's husband had either I think he put it up. Mm -hmm. It was basically a list of bands that had been banned in the Soviet yeah, Union yeah. and why. And yeah, one of the B-52s were banned for quote unquote punk rock violence. <laughs> so anyway, loose tooth punk rock violence college rock. <laughs> Lonely. By their own sort of little description, the song is about an incident that they observed in 2019. Mm, okay. Or no, maybe it's... I thought they said the end of... 20, oh no, they wrote it at the end of 2019. It relates to something that happened in high school, and basically it's about uh, young, vulnerable, unsuspecting women. Okay. Or in this case, a woman, sort of being manipulated by a person in a position of power. I have two different ideas of what this is about. One, there was a line about... Cut the dead weight out. 
which makes me think it was about someone in a band being singled out by a record producer or someone hmm. claiming to be like a, an agent and then like controlling them. Hmm. Which happens a lot. Because it's a lot about isolation, um, being isolated and the trauma thereafter. The other thing that's possible that uh, is like even more depressing is if it's about grooming and sort of um, child molestation. Never but, know. You know, yeah. but but uh, I, <laughs> it's, I hope it's about older people. Yeah. And yeah, it's like it's like good. It's melancholy. It's kind of sad. It's depressing. Mm-hmm. But um, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Um, not knowing what. It, again, not knowing what. It was <laughs> what about. I was bopping my head to yeah. on the elliptical. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it. that's a bit. Um, Loose Tooth is off Milk Records. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to check out the other stuff. I, yeah. I enjoyed them. And I think their last uh, LP was 2018. Oh, okay. So, all right, cool. Next up for me is Bothers, uh-huh. which is self-titled. Uh, came out of December 2019 mm-hmm. off Dirt Cult Records. They're out yeah. of Portland, Oregon. Uh, I read about this band and New Noise. It was like bands to check out. I was like, mm-hmm. I'll check them out. And they're pretty much like noise punk, garage punk. Um, they're very guitar heavy. They remind me of Piss Jeans, if Piss mm-hmm. Jeans was a little, uh, if more, not as weird at times and just yeah. straight up punk rock. And a bit of horrors, like if the whore mm-hmm. of that one band horrors was more punk. I had thought at times, depending on which way the lyrics went mm-hmm. and the, which way the guitar went, uh, there's a little bit of Plague Vendor in there and a little okay. bit of Dead Kennedys with like, especially like later Vocals? in the album. Yeah. That's exactly and, what and Mark lot, said. Yeah. And a lot of the cars, I was like, oh, all right. Interesting. It, yeah. Uh, yeah, at times they kind of have that like 77, 80 sound to it yeah. in some weird way. Um, but then it goes back to it. Yeah. yeah so um, on first listen, I thought every song kind of went into each other and sounded the same. But once yeah. I kind of listened to it more, I listened mm-hmm. to it two or three times. So it starts off with loose teeth. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I, I actually made a note of that. I was like, <laughs> I And it's a fast, noisy garage punk, uh, very fuzzy, gravelly vocals. Brain matters the next song, fast, raw energy. I really liked Lost Vision. It has this cool little guitar riff to start off. And it has this like 70s glam feel to mm-hmm. it about it. It's very catchy. Um, it almost reminds me of a, a more aggressive spiritual cramp song yeah. a little bit. Uh, Shut In I really liked. It really felt like a Piss Jean song with Lemmy of Motorhead style vocals. Yeah, definitely. No Trust is probably my favorite song on there. Uh, very noise, garage rock. I couldn't put my finger on it with the chorus remind me of. But it has a couple cool like guitar breakda- breakdowns, and it's the longest song on the album. It's really good. Um, I thought that you would like that song. Yeah, I did, yeah. Meat Hooks and Claw to the Bone, they kind of run right into each other. They almost sound like one song, more of that like noisy garage punk. No, very angry, scream vocals. It's about saying no to stuff, man. Oh. Um, very noise rock. Uh, and then Deader Ends is the last song, and it kind of begins as a or kind of ends as it begins. But I thought this was a nice little release. Um, if you like Piss Jeans and that type mm-hmm. of like punky, punk noise, this would be totally up your alley. It was up mine. It's very like um, in-your-face, non-stop guitar. Like it's just, it never, yeah. it's relentless. And um, I really dug it. I thought it was mm-hmm. really good. I, I like to work out to it, actually. Boxing, yeah. I was like, this is cool. I just, mm-hmm. it keeps going. So yeah, Bothers. Um, self-titled and um, good stuff. Oh. About all I gotta say about yeah. that. Good stuff. I like. Um, I was really interested. If I see bands from like Minnesota or Portland, yeah, or Minneapolis and Portland, my ears tend to prick up because I always like those two sounds. Like yeah. Seattle, like you, yeah, they see their, sound, yeah. yeah. There's a, a like Richmond, Virginia. There's always mm-hmm. um, a, there's a few cities that I'll always try to check mm-hmm. out bands. Yeah. But yeah, I really liked it. Bothers good stuff. Yeah. So straight out of Brixton from 1981. 
<laughs> uh, via the punk scene of L.A. Mm-hmm. Catatonic. Yes. Now, catatonic, with a K, is Great. not like a... I said, it's not like a nice little drink made from Mew Mew Kitties that mm-hmm. you grind up. This is a band. It's a four-piece. Yes. And it is a kind of a fuzzy punk band with a lot of stuff going on. Reminded me a little bit of... It's, I'll, I'll just get into it and I'll tell you what it kind of reminds okay. me of. Um, go in one direction, go in the other. So, yeah. um, I hear you. So it's funny. So like a lot of like fuzzy guitars and kind of like some vague dissidents. But then you get some more like orchestrated, like produced sound. At times like at the drive-in, but then it would drive away. Ooh, <laughs> but like all like it almost reminded me of three or four bands, but not quite. Yeah, it's very good. The best part for my my money is that all the lyrics have this really bratty delivery, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the vocalist, I really like the vocals. Yeah, Natalia Martin, Natalie Martin. Hmm. It's almost like she can't even be bothered to remember the words sometimes. Like, <laughs> and there's a word. She's for just it. very snotty. Kind yeah, of it's very snotty. It's like barking. Spreckensang hmm. is the term for when you basically speak your vocals. Hmm. I learned that from a Wikipedia. Did it say about, Nick Cave? No, I, I thought you were going to say it. No. From, <laughs> I'm kidding. From Fred Schneider and the punk uh-huh. violence of the B-52s. <laughs> yes, I can see that too. <laughs> so here's something. that Why wouldn't they say like, because like they're, they're so anti-gay. And there are bands in there that are banned from the Soviet Union because what, of... B-52s? Well, not, not the B-52s, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you could just say B-52s, like, oh, all do b I got confused because you were talking yeah. about B-52s, yeah. and you're like, they're Sorry. so anti-gay. I was like, what? Yeah. So, going back to the, the Soviet list of bands. Mm-hmm. There were bands on there, bands, like groups, like Wham!, who were banned from the Soviet Union because of LGBT or because yeah. they were gay. The B-52s, you could have hit with that same... I don't know. I don't know. I told you when I was a kid, I didn't think Boy George was gay. So, uh, what do I know? What yeah. do they know? And you know what? I'm well, Ukrainian. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which that's... we were part of Mother Russia for yeah. a while. Mother Russia. And then they kicked you all out. Yeah, yeah. I was already my grandma. Uh, there's was a whole book here. called Red Harvest that tells you exactly how nice the Soviets were to the Ukrainians. They the were not. Not. Yeah. <laughs> I remember my grandmother would be like, "Are we Russian?" She's like, "No, we're yeah. Ukrainian." That's all besides the point. Barking lyrics. Yes. Uh, really, cool. four songs, yes. pretty short. Um, opens with Distorted Dreams, which just has a lot of energy. Girlfriend. Girlfriend's my favorite song. It's my favorite too. Yeah. It's it's a crazy fucking ride. It's very strong and aggressive, and uh, it's sort of it. It ends well, quote unquote, ends with this long drawn out riff mm-hmm. that fucking kicks up and it's into like high gear. Is even stronger and aggressive for like thirty seconds. Yeah. And ends with fuck you <laughs> and. Unfortunately, as a, as sort of a side effect of the delightful singing, you cannot. It's very hard to understand most of the lyrics. Yeah. So you can assume that it's about uh, either not being a girlfriend or the roles girlfriends are supposed yeah. to play, supposed to what they do play. Yeah, it's a good song. That what I remember the chorus mm-hmm. was kind of catchy. I think. Yes. Yeah. Heat wave. Heat wave. Um, starts out more like a, a Joy Division song. Yeah, it starts out kind of like just chill, not chill. Yeah, it's funny, but... so it's the only song that <laughs> Natalia, or Natalie as it may be, kind of sings normal. Yeah. And then it's like they remember what fucking band they are. Half, and then yeah, you, halfway through they're like, that. it turns into and, like a And the music changes, yeah, and it goes... <laughs> yeah. I want to do things that boys do. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun song. Yeah, it's just fun. Like, like I assume... 
I don't know, killing spiders and peeing and whatever. Peeing standing up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it. I don't have a lot to say about it. It's great. I thought you um, would like it. That's I really why liked it. I recommended, which I saw off a of new noise and I had it on my list. And I'm like, ah, oh, this would be. Uh, I think Lou would really yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, she did. This. Like, like vocally, she had almost like a polystyrene thing yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, but I, I thought it was really good. I the notes every now and then. Good stuff. So, very good. Catatonic. Catatonic. Which brings us to Freon. So, before you say anything, upon listening to Freon, this, this is my note. Oh, my. <laughs> and that was literally there, and I just stared at my computer and listened and listened. Go ahead. So... Okay, so I'm going to... So Once in a lifetime, people. PYK. Is, I don't know what it stands for. Yeah. I could only imagine. Uh, they're out of St. Louis. And this came out... This is what my first 2000, 2020 uh, yeah. review. It came out uh, January 28th, which was literally a couple days mm-hmm. ago. Or four or five days mm-hmm. ago. Came off of 11 p.m. records. And it's pretty much hardcore punk, straight up. They call themselves Speed Punk, which I yeah. got a day later. So I'm yeah. like, get it? This speed yeah. fits me in quotes, and it made me laugh to <laughs> myself. It kind of reminded me of if Lydia Lunch fronted a hardcore band, lyrically like Leftover Crack or Fiddler or the Dwarves, but worse. <laughs> I'm going to say, if you like Nuance, this is not your band. <laughs> It's a, like musically, it's straight up like 90s hardcore punk. Yeah. Mark was like, hey, you gotta check out this band. I think you'll really yeah. like it. And I listened to it. And I'm like, yeah, it's up my alley. It's really cool. It reminded me of F minus and um, musically, it reminded me about of the first like Casualties album, just musically yeah. without like the oils and all that of the street punk stuff going on. And then he goes, did you read the lyrics? And I said, yeah. no. And then I did. Yeah, it's, it's a treat. <laughs> It's a treat, people. So intro, there's the first song, and it's obviously an, uh, a doomy instrumental. There's a Starts out with this bass line slowly plodding, <coughs> and then it turns into this, as I said, doomy instrumental. And then it goes into right into Crisis Aborted. Yes. It's a fun ditty, <laughs> fast hardcore punk, and the first line, I believe, is rip that parasite out of me. Yes. It's fun, fast, and tasteless. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. It's about... I was, yeah. Wanting to have an abortion, and you can't have it quick enough. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> and um, it's not even like, oh, I'm having second thoughts. It's no, yeah, get it's the like fuck out of me my, so I can get lip, fucked up again. My lip was quivering. <laughs> I didn't blink the entire time I listened. Great song, though. It is, yeah. My favorite song on the album is Spun and Done. And I don't know if it's about trying to kill yourself or overdose or yeah. you're detoxing. <laughs> I'm not sure, but... Um, I love it. I think it's yeah. fucking fantastic. The way the lyrics are delivered in that make uh-huh. the song. When it's like, put me under the ground and yeah. like, I want to die more or less. <laughs> so good. Bye Bye. Bye Bye was my favorite song. Um, it's pretty much fucking fellows uh, or folks. Folks for. <laughs> to buy more drugs. And yeah. if, oh well, if I have an STD and kill you. Because yeah. she needs to get high. Yes. Don't Tell Me What To Do is probably my second favorite song. I almost want to say it's like, don't look down on me because I'm an addict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone has some type of addiction. I like when she's like taking a shit. I can't take a shit without my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so she talks about like being a, a that type of addiction, a smack, uh, uh, speed, yeah. buying my coke. And that's a, a very good song. Very yeah. wholesome. Anymore, last song in the album, more about hating yourself. I don't like me anymore. Mm-hmm. And she says a bunch about not liking herself. Yeah. I absolutely love this. It reminds me of what I used to listen to in the like late 90s, at least musically. Yeah. Lyrics are very raw, offensive, and amazing. They're very like vile and 
distasteful, yeah. but it's not like done over the top where they're trying too mm-hmm. hard. Where sometimes you like you're like what this yeah. Mark and I were talking about. Mark's yeah, as I said, is the one that introduced me to this. We were trying to figure out. I did see a video. They have a live right. video. It's when you put Freon Band St. Louis, all of it comes up is Freon. All right. But I did find a video on YouTube last night, and the band doesn't look like a bunch of junkies. She's not yeah. what I would think she would look like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to make of them band. Like, yeah. is it a kind of a parody? Are they, like, is there a big straight edge scene, and they're, like, making fun of straight edge kids? Are mm-hmm. they making fun of just the junkie, or trying to make light of junkie and, yeah. like, drug culture? I don't know what it is. Or are they just straight up, like, yeah. <laughs> that? I don't know. But it's awesome, and I love it. It's like a big, fresh a bre- uh, breath, breath of fresh of air. Yeah, <laughs> Bad, was... fresh air, but you felt dirty listening to it. Like, yeah. Immediately thought of Lydia Lunch, because it's just this mm-hmm. like spitting venom of hate, of uh, anger. Lyrically, it's like if Lord of Acid just wrote about drugs and not like sex. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, this is this might be this might be the best thing ever. I haven't heard, yeah. Oh. But yeah, it was it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to more. I want to find out more about the band. Yeah, because Red Bait is out of St. Louis. So yeah. I'm just trying to find out more about the like St. Louis scene, scene and see what's going on. But I haven't heard anything about this band, and they're mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it was like the first time I listened to Fiddler, but I would yeah. say Fiddler. Fiddler just talks about doing fucking drugs and yeah. getting high, but it's not like fucking guys for money to By to speed. pay. Yeah. <laughs> So, Freon, check it out. They are fucking rad. Oh. Yes. Finny. Finny, Finny. Books, Jamie. I talk about a book I read. talking about reading. Books is like movies for your eyes. Ooh. Pictures in this book. There are, actually. So, this is Me by Sir Elton John, mm-hmm. a openly gay artist who is allowed to go to the Soviet Union and Ooh. has on many occasions. Oh. And also Russia now because Soviet Union doesn't fucking exist anymore. And it hasn't since does 90, it. 91. It does and it's called America, man. What? <laughs> 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 Nothing. Punk rock. Scud, the disposable assassin. Oh, that's one of my favorite I comic know. books. This is about uh, Elton John's autobiography gifted to me by Jamie mm. on the Yule holiday of Christmas. Yes. I feel like biographies and autobiographies, most especially autobiographies of written by musicians. Mm, drugs, sex, I got so Well, I was feeling like, but they take a certain tone. I feel like it's almost, a lot of tend to be a bit morose. Okay. Like, like, like you know, where like, we'll say our good friend, uh, Liz Fair. And that girl shit herself and I wonder what happened. <laughs> this guy dumped me, dumping McDumpsville. Um, there's kind of sad. And I got divorced and, and like, I'm still, like, you can tell she's still just, like, messed I up mean, about it. I mean, that was a really good book. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a really good book. In a lot of books, like, and it's like, the Carrie Brownstein book is like, I'm a bad person and blah, blah, blah. And even, like, you know, like, like the Keith Richards book is like, I do drugs and I do them because I have to, not because I want to. Let me read you a passage of the Elton John book. Sure. Ahem. This is talking to him about looking for new uh, guitarists for his band. Okay. I auditioned another American guitarist as well, but it wasn't a success. For one thing, it didn't gel musically. And for another, he freaked out everyone else in the band by telling us that he liked fucking chickens up the arse then cutting their heads off. Apparently, when you do that to their sphincters, do that to their sphincters, contract. That's weird. You do that. Oh, there should be a comma there. When you do that, their sphincters contract and it makes you come. I couldn't work out whether he had... An absolutely horrendous sense of humor 
or an absolutely horrendous sex life. There aren't many rules in rock and roll, but there are some. Follow your musical gut instincts. Make sure you read the small print before you sign. And, if at all possible, try not to form a band with someone who fucks chickens <laughs> up the arse and decapitates them. So that sort of gives you more of the oh, tone. Okay. It's about Elton John, his, his life, up until um, this final world tour. Mm-hmm. And they're, more so than other books I've read, there, it's a lot of anecdotes that are kind of like at least somewhat charming. He Even when he's like in the depths of his drug addiction, he's kind of funny and glib. He tells like stories about the Royals. He tells one like about he went and saw the Stooges and he was blown away. So he thought it'd be fun the next night if he rushed the stage dressed as a gorilla. But he's like, they're all, they were all on so much fucking acid. Iggy freaked the fuck out and they actually <laughs> threw him off the stage. Not afraid to tell you how rich he is. You're not afraid to slag people off. And yeah, it's a quick read too. It's a quick, fun read. You have to borrow one of these. Even days. when he does coke and he's in the depths of his addiction. So um, when did he get sober? Ninety-one. So it was after the Soviet Union collapse. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was sort of an indirect consequence of Ryan White. Remember the kid with AIDS? Yes. So yes. he was like really good friends with Ryan White, and he was supportive. And after that, it's kind of when he hit bottom. Mm. And um, yeah, then he got clean. He liked. He liked. He was a big fan of football. So did much did you find out more about Rocket Man? What that was about? Now we had we were talking about like is it just no someone... but it's probably about drugs because a lot of it's about that's what we were thinking anyway I'm gonna get another tasty right. refreshment tasty refreshment um yeah it's just I'm home and I'm going to the telly I don't know no I don't think there's gonna be a sequel Jamie. Yeah, I do want to check it out because uh, I don't know much about his life. Um, yeah. And I would like to know more. Mm-hmm. I've been reading, um, I think it's called like Burning Fight for the past like month. It's about like the 90s hardcore scene and talking about like Krishna and stuff. Yeah. And it's not bad. It's just all written to interviews. So it's just like taking people's state not statements, mm-hmm. but interviews and just like chopping them up to whatever they're talking yeah. about. And then it goes to each like... 50 or 30 influential bands during that time and there's like a 15 page section on just like interviews with them but it just gets old after a while because they start talking about the same stuff yeah so i've been kind of like skimming through like i'll read a little bit about a band that like i don't know much about but it's more like if i'm interested in a band i'll kind of try to read the whole Mm -hmm. thing but there's only so much i can read yeah so that's about it for my books what are you reading next prince lestat it's about vampires. Nice. Blood drinkers. Mm. Um, sweet blood. <laughs> the sweet blood. Oh, that's a good one. It's a, uh, a adult, a young adult novel I lent oh, to Lou. Oh, so weird. Yeah. About fifteen years ago, and it was about a girl, a high school girl. She's a high school girl who's diabetic, and she gets like falls into like some creepo vampire cult type. Because I think it's like it's been a message long boards, right? Yeah, yeah. And he talks about like. Ooh, and I like to raise pot-bellied pigs. <laughs> How do you remember that? I don't That's remember. That's the part I remember is, yeah, it's really weird. I remember she's diabetic. Yeah. And, like, she might go into a coma at some point. Yeah. Sweet blood. Sweet blood and sweet blood. So there's a nickname going around for a while. Sweet blood. And then you need to revisit that book. The... Maybe. Well, one of my resolutions is to get through my book backlog. Mm, yeah, I gotta do that So too. I have, like, a stack of, like, ten. I hear ya. Um, it's just getting to them. Especially yeah. with school and... What not? I hear ya. I guess you started school a little a couple about, weeks ago. Yeah, me yeah too. trying to catch up because of drama. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of drama, yes. 
There's none to be found in the Johnny Thunders documentary. <laughs> yes. So, so how was this documentary? Fucking boring. Johnny Thunders, you know. What's it called? It's called... I think it's called The Life... I don't remember. Something like Cert Looking for Johnny. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's, it's on Amazon. It's uh, Johnny Thunders. I'll spare you. Yes. Okay. So I'll spare you. You don't have to watch it. This is what it's about. <laughs> drugs, drugs, drugs. Drugs, drugs, drugs. I'm dead. The end. Because it's like... I love it, Johnny Thunders, though. Well, this is the most boring documentary. Because one... It's just people telling stories about him, and I guess like mm-hmm. all the stories are about him he went here up. and he was going to be in this band, but he did a lot of drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, um, Chinese rocks is one of my favorite of all time songs. Yeah, well, like I said, I like Johnny Thunders too, and it's mm-hmm. a shame. And like New York Dolls, like they like that's like ten minutes. Which I would have thought they would have talked more about that. But... Almost nothing. It, I guess it was interesting. I never thought about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were, I guess, uh, David Johansson and Johnny Thunders were were. Parodying um, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. I heard that before. Yeah, I which have heard. I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. It's a good if you want to see a bunch of creepos who are dressing like, like, like they should like you know forty years too young. Like we talk mm-hmm. about rock rock star attire. Yeah, these are like people who really shouldn't be rocking that, and it's just like it looks weird, and they all these horrendous like Long Island accents and Long Island. And then occasionally there's like a French guy. This is a story. This is this is maybe the reason to watch it. Okay. And of course, I'm going to spoil it for you. So he's like, he's talking about when Johnny goes back to New York. He's like, and then, he's like, and then Johnny Thunders would play a joke on Didi Ramon. He'd tell everyone, Didi is gay boy and turn tricks in in the the valley or whatever. He's like, and and Didi did not think that this is funny because <laughs> Didi is not a homosexual. It potentially could be more interesting, but really, mm-hmm. like, he's, Johnny Thunders is so... Not part of his own documentary because there's not really a lot in the way, I guess, of interviews mm-hmm. or footage. Yeah. Um, and it's everyone trying to inflate their own importance a little bit. So, yeah, it's a shame, but it's free. Yeah, I might check it out one yeah. of these days. I, I did buy uh, Once Upon a Time in in Hollywood. Or oh, whatever. I was going to loan it to you tonight. I bought it. Oh. Um, I had a gift card, so oh, I got yeah. it at Target for yeah. free. Yeah. I did see a few Oscar movies. Oh, did you? What did did you... you see Parasite yet? No, and that's out you, on DVD, actually. You need to see that. I it's do good. want to see it. Parasite uh, is from the Korean director that did The Host and Snowpiercer. Yes. And if you like that type of stuff, mm-hmm. and how wacky and weird and like they throw that curveball at you, yeah. Parasite is definitely like that. I, I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Weird that it's an Oscar movie, but yeah. I, I like it. It is weird that it's a foreign language movie and it's best picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's really also- good, but it's like... it's. A dark comedy yeah. and... You think that's what that Freon song's about? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, what else? I saw Jojo Rabbit. Yes, Jojo Rabbit is... I thought it was fantastic. Jojo Rabbit, if it wasn't directed well, it would be a total bad movie. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> it was like you had to you had to do it right or it was going to come off and really it, bad. You did it right. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, this is what I tell people. Mm-hmm. The whole Adolf Hitler imaginary thing It's really not a big deal. It's not as big a part of the movie as you think. He's yeah. like a Hitler youth and he wants he's obsessed yeah. he loves Hitler and he's yeah. obsessed with Hitler and he wants to be in his um like uh, bodyguard or yeah. something like that. So he has an imaginary friend that he probably made up maybe when the sister died or something. Yeah. I don't know. But his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler and oh. like and it's the director, I forget his name. It's just, uh 
Taika Waititi. Yes, yes. And who's like it's it's funny. Like it's and, good and like, stuff. And like he imagines like Hitler's like what he's like. Oh, okay, my friends are going to eat eat unicorns at the thing. <laughs> oh, the best though is Yorkie, his little buddy. Yorkie yeah, is this the little, best. This little kid and like when he's like, I thought I was your best friend, Jojo. He's like, unless there's there's a fewer of Germany hiding in that fat little boy body of yours. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one I would love to win Best Picture. I don't think it's going to win, but I would love to win. Um, I thought, thought Scarlett Johansson was awesome in it. Yeah. I kind of knew ultimately what was going to happen to her. Oh, I didn't. Really? I was like when I saw... I ain't going to spoil it, but I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this will be out after the Oscars yeah. anyway, so if you haven't seen it. They showed her shoes one all hell of a lot. Yeah. And then when they showed the... the uh, resistance or Jews hanging and they wouldn't show their faces and just like their shoes and stuff. Yeah. I was like, eh, I'm mm. feeling about this. And if she is up for best supporting actress, hmm, I yeah. have a feeling she's going to die. And then when she's walking on that wall, when they're like, have their little play date and she's like, you're not a Nazi. You are a good kid. Yeah. And they show her shoes while they're walking. I was just like, eh. yeah, no, I was nothing. In but I felt it was kind of, stumbled upon like i was like oh god yeah and that's the worst also too because it wasn't <laughs> he has like butterfly feel he realizes in love with the jewish girl yeah. and it's hiding in his mm -hmm. house i thought it was done really really well it, i thought and i said scarlett johansson was awesome he was fantastic yeah. for having like his first role more yeah. or less it was really done so sam rockwell yes yeah, yeah so was he i presume he was gay i thought him and and Alfie Alfie Allen were, were gay because yeah. i didn't think so until they're he's drawing up the new uniforms and yeah. you're like that's weird there's like feathers and capes yeah and like very like and then they have to see where he gets the german shepherds yeah and he's like yelling he's like i didn't mean to yell at you yeah that's why i'm like that's weird because at first i thought scarlett johansson was screwing him yeah but maybe scarlett johansson knew he was gay i thought there was so, that, you there's know, something think, going there's on something going on and at the end when Jojo and Sam Rockwell were there, yeah. and he gives him the coat and yeah. lets him go, and he's like, basically, like you want? I wanted to cry. I but he's like, like, first of all, he's like, you're a good boy, Jojo. And then, he, and then he's like, no, go. Jojo. Yeah, that was. Oh, that was. And then you, and hear, then you hear the gunshots, and you're like, oh, just save them. So yeah, Jojo Rabbit, good movie. I like when Yorkie has like the fuck. Oh, I have to say, Rebel Wilson was pretty amazing. Rebel Wilson was good. Yeah, everyone was good. Like. And like I said, Yorkie just as with it. Oh, the uh, what's the line about it? Here the Russians. They they have sex with dogs and, and oh they no they is it they I thought that's what they I texted they fuck, you they they have sex with hot dogs and and fuck people or something like and that. And they have sex with dogs and kill babies. Yeah. So something. they're like, oh, I have to watch my dog. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, English do too. It was there's just some. It's like a, oddly like an innocent movie. It like yeah. it has the innocence of a child to a point, and mm -hmm. the girl that was the Jewish girl, I remember. She's her name been another. Oh. She was really good. In it. I just, like when she's like when she just like kind of like beats the shit out of him, oh, like comes great, yeah. out of nowhere and steals his knife. Yeah, and they dance the heroes at the end. Yes, it's this town in Germany towards the end of the war, and you get the all the adults know it's kind of coming. Yeah, so it's this weird vibe and just yeah everything through jojo's eyes he doesn't really understand but no it's really good so anyway yes jojo rabbit good stuff i think that was that the only other joker movie? joker joker so Today. i really like joker mm -hmm. uh, i didn't even think it needed to be a superhero movie i know you liked i thought joaquin phoenix was amazing and he yes. was fantastic was everything like made up in his head at the end 
Because in the very beginning, they showed like parts of an institution, and I thought it was just him kind of flashing back. And then at the end, it's like the same institution, and he's talking to a doctor that couldn't mm-hmm. resemble the doctor he was talking to. That was like, the rich people hate us, and this is their last one. Yeah. It's like, so was he, when he was pausing, like almost just making up a whole scenario in his head? Like, I don't even know if it happened. Like, I don't, I don't know, know if you ever what, thought of that. I didn't think of that angle. He's unreliable. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, there's a scene when, like, I realized that his little girlfriend was not, none of that was happening. Yeah. I was like, how does she? I was like, oh, I yeah. did that. I literally did that. Well, that's why I was almost wondering, too. If the whole thing was just fucking made up. Like, I don't know. My favorite part is when he's at the children's hospital and he's dancing. Yeah. And the oh, gun, gun falls, falls out. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> I didn't... You didn't need to put Bruce Wayne in it, I thought. Yeah, the I Wayne could, stuff I could have done without. I didn't mind the connection to uh, Papa Wayne. Uh, Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. I, you didn't need to bring Bruce into it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a very small part, but I was like, eh, unnecessary. I liked Robert De Niro. It was very much yeah. like Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. So what didn't you not like about it? Because I know you said you thought it was a fantastic performance, but you are like, uh, movie-wise, it was eh. It's one of those movies where, like... It reminded me like a, uh, I mean, it's largely a character study. So it's like a movie where you have really good performance, but not much else happens. Yeah, and I feel and I didn't hate mm-hmm. it, but I was very much like other than like she's literally the only reason to watch the movie. True, I kind of thought like obviously there's like a class, there's an underlying class war going mm-hmm. on in the movie, and he more or less shoots the three guys for self defense because he's getting yeah. like his shit kicked out mm-hmm. of him by these like dumb frat boys. And then it just turns into like let's just kill every rich person almost like it's like overnight, yeah. It almost seems like, and it was just well, very interesting how it, like I don't know like that that's the one part I found unbelievable. I mean, it seemed like there was a build up of it's stuff. a little push, but I, you get like I guess you know because you see the garbage everywhere and there's a strike, yeah. so it's like sort of this. I, I guess you're trying to almost explain how Gotham became Gotham yeah. and why like people are always dressing clown mm-hmm. faces and shit. I mean, I thought that was interesting, but I thought it was like a little too quick to happen. Yeah. But. I mean, some of it you just like, it's a comic book movie and it's funny for all the people like, for all the director, like Todd Phelps, I think it was, mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong. I don't Being like, it's not a comic book movie. It's, no, it totally is a comic book movie, which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's a very good comic book movie. Yes. It's very different. It does something different. But you got to, at a certain point, it follows comic book logic. Yes. No, I liked it. I just rewatched The Master. I never saw it, the master. It's good. Well, his performance in the master, Joaquin Phoenix's thing in the master, reminds me a lot of the Joker. Oh, okay. In retrospect, hmm. like a lot of the physicality, which is I think just a thing he does. And yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. It's going to be interesting who wins best. I actor. was legitimately surprised that it got nominated for best pick. Yeah. Just yeah. because it's a comic book movie. But it was it was good. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen Little Women. I never saw Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari. So I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. More or less, I've seen all the movies. I've, I think this is the first year I've 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 seen most of the movie, Knives Out. I didn't see Knives Out, but I don't think that's for Best Picture, actually. I'm not sure. Might be. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I feel like it's the first year I've been aware of every movie, and I've seen mm-hmm. most of them. Yeah. But They've all been very good. I mean, mm-hmm. My sister saw Ford vs. Ferrari, which I just had no yeah. interest in. And she said it was great. Like Mar- mm-hmm. I, Mark was talking to some people that have seen it and he doesn't know one person that has disliked it yeah. it's just something i just didn't care about yeah i'll catch that later there's other you know yeah a mm-hmm. bunch of other stuff yes yeah, yeah. free on oh i want to do some crystal meth i know i think i'm gonna go uh fuck some <laughs> dude for some speed yeah, well, and 
You can't have mine. Okay. I need it to do drugs with. Oh. Angry Kitty, she's did all my speed. I'll give you a blowing job. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, maybe that was from the... The Last Exorcism? Of Emily Rose, was it? No, no, Exorcism of Emily Rose is a different movie. Oh, okay, I always get them confused. I think it's the... Billionaire. Yeah, I mean, every Exorcism movie is basically yeah. the same. They don't have such good lyrics as, I give you a blowing <laughs> job. This is amazing. I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you would. She was underage. Oh, that's right, Chef. I don't know. I was doing the director, the the priest, oh. or the the pastor. It wasn't a priest because it was a girl. That's I true. How good. I can say those because I'm raised in the Catholic faith. Yes, sir. Knight of Columbus, not really. <laughs> so that's about it. What you got going on? You can watch the the big game. Yeah, I'll watch the big game a little bit. I, I feel like a lot of people don't give a shit this year. Yeah, I really don't. Like I always watch. If it ends up being a good football game, that's cool. But yeah. um. The, the last few years of commercials have been really blah. Yeah. Um, I heard uh, Arya from Games of Th- Game of Thrones is supposed to be in some commercial. Uh, some... She's like, I'm Arya like Game they... of Thrones. I like Doritos. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. She's like, I'd kill someone for some Doritos. Stuff and things. And I saw there was like a, I don't know. There's I... another like, what's up with Alexa uh, and all that like stupid recording uh, devices. Yeah. I feel like they ruin them because they like start preview them already, yeah. and I'm like, all right. It used to be a treat. Of course, I will be doing homework mm. and crying. I imagine, <laughs> probably. It's hard to cry. Mm. <laughs> all right, and on anyway. that note. All right, goodbye, everybody. Turn See ya.